The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of Hope. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to share this special holiday version. No matter what holiday you you practice or celebrate in, in our household, we celebrate Christmas. So I'm dressed like Santa Claus today. <laughs> and I have my elves with me for a very special show. Let me bring them right in. <laughs> Those of you who are part of our community of kindred spirits would know my wonderful assistants, Bev Garland and Lynette Setzkorn. Hey. <laughs> We are just kind of winging it today. We haven't discussed in depth what we're going to be talking about. We just have an overarching goal, and that is to celebrate that we are part of a greater reality, to let those of you who are facing the holidays with a little bit of uh, challenge, because perhaps you have loved ones who have passed and you're missing them a lot this year, we're going to give you some tools to help you see that in a different light and to get to know that they are still part of your life. So I'm going to just start right off the bat by sharing how I know that. And that's because, well, gosh, we could go way back to the beginning. My stepdaughter, Susan, is across the veil now. She passed uh, in 2006. Many of you know the story. I won't go into detail, but I honor Susan because it's because of her that I'm doing this work now. And I do personal readings for people almost every day, whenever I have the time. Just one reading a day to fit it in with everything else going on. And I have the help now from another beautiful soul who is across the veil, who like Susan used to be part of my soul family when I was here, my good friend, Brenda Baker. I'm going to show you a picture of Brenda right here. There she is. I've only known Brenda for a few years, but she had a major impact on all of our lives, Lynette and Bev. Here she was like a soulmate with Lynette. And after she passed, it became very clear that she is helping me with my readings. Let me show you another picture, Brenda. Here she is. Yeah. <laughs> she used to help me at some of my events when she was a self-proclaimed number one stalker of me. And uh, now she helps me 
with my readings. And before I do a reading every time, just to make sure that I'm tuned in, I sit in this chair here and I say, hey, Brenda, tell me something that Lynette is doing now or something recent in her life that I couldn't possibly know. And the very last reading I did just a couple of days ago, I sit down and Brenda, in response to my request, flashed in my mind's eye the picture of someone looking in a mirror and putting on makeup, but it was it had a clownish feel to it, like the makeup was going on really big or bigger than it, it should be and really focusing on the lipstick. So I passed this along in a text to Lynette, said, here's what Brenda says to us today, because we do this all the time and Lynette knows what I'm talking about. She came back and she said that within the past few hours, she had posted a video on her Facebook page showing someone doing exactly that. So that was just a huge wow for me. And the reading that followed was full of wows as well. This is this may seem inconsequential to some of you, but the my client had several people she wanted to hear from. She didn't tell me who, but we heard from no fewer than five family members, all with evidence, because that's what we look for is evidence in a reading. And I remember near the end of that reading, one of the people she heard from was her mother. And she said, I have, haven't heard from my mother very much at all with other mediums. And just then I said, well, as we're wrapping this up, your mother, for some reason, is pulling on a pair of rubber gloves, like clean with rubber gloves, not the kind like doctors and nurses wear. And she put her hands to her face and she said, oh, my gosh, my mother's hands used to get so chapped all the time. She couldn't even wash dishes. She needed to wear rubber gloves. And to this day, I won't wash a single dish without rubber gloves on. I even take them on vacation with me. And I looked at her and I said, that's a wow. And that's the perfect way to end this. You see something that's so mundane, like rubber gloves. What does that show us? That came from mom. That was the last thing my client was thinking about at that moment. But I want you to imagine that you are your loved ones across the veil and they want to get through to you that they are truly here. What are you going to tell them that's really like your one of your things? And that was one of those. I want to share with you uh, one other slide of Brenda before I. Uh, where How do I get back to that? Right here it is. This one I love. Wait, hang on. Here it is. Ha! That's that's Brenda with Lynette. And it's actually a short little video. And, and uh, it, it just reminds us that she was quite the character when she was here in physical form. And she still is. And the reason I bring up Brenda, not only to start off this special episode by sharing with all of you that our loved ones who have passed are still right here. But we have one of those electronic frames downstairs in our kitchen. And I know that every so often Lynette and Bev show up on that screen. And every so often Brenda shows up on there as well. And just yesterday I walked by right as one of those pictures I just showed you, a Brenda showed up on the screen and it caught me up short. And I just thought, how can it possibly be that she's not here anymore? Death just seems so final. I feel that's the most stunning thing about when somebody passes and all of a sudden here's Brenda and she said what do you mean I'm not here <laughs> she's right in my ear and she says I'm right here like she's the one that told me this and there is only here 
because everything is consciousness. And so you see, we can choose to continue stuck in our human thinking. I can't believe they're not here. And here I am. I, I talk to those across the veil every day, but we just, we get into these patterns and we have to just remind ourselves they're right here. So that's how I wanted to start this. Any comments, girls? I think that... Love the, the antlers, by the way. <laughs> somebody said they're very antenna for that. Oh, somebody commented in the chat. Antenna, yeah. Oh, we all need a, we all need a pair of those. <laughs> I just think that the importance of community, whether that is finding um, like a social media community on, on Facebook, that's actually where Brenda met a whole bunch of her soul sisters and brothers was on uh, Suzanne's Facebook page just by making the connection there. And I think that was sort of what, what I thought of as a theme for this little podcast today was how we make those connections with others in our lives when we have this kind of new direction that comes from having a spiritual path. And Brenda certainly had that. Um, I know that, that many people are looking for that. I know that a lot of us have found it. So um, I don't know. That was just something that comes to mind is how how we can connect with one another so that we don't feel alone on this journey. That's beautiful. And and that's what that's what our community is all about, is about connections. Connection yeah. with each other, connection across the veil, especially coming to know that our loved ones who have passed are still part of this web that we're part of. This is what we call the awakened way of living, knowing that number one, you're not only human. Number two, two, part of one big web that connects all that is. And number three, number three, the healing and creative force of the universe is love. And to me, love is a lack of separation. And you're looking at three of us who have come to know that through the wondrous way spirit shows up in our lives, we, we know we are all connected, can't be separate. Just one more thing. We, yep. we do know that. And still, because we are experiencing this human life, I think we need each other. We need that, like, yes, I know spirit is here. I know Brenda's here right now. I saw a video earlier today that really touched me about um, pet loss. And I know my little dog is here. But sometimes we just need that with skin. You know, we need, we need someone else who can, like, give us a real hug that kind of thing. And um, that's what I love about this community that has come up around Suzanne and our get togethers and, and all that stuff that that we do here. You noticed that long pause there because I knew you had more to say than that. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there are some people who feel very alone and don't have that skin contact. And often my guys will say, just give yourself a daily hug. Yes. It, 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 it may sound really silly, but oh man, that feels good. You can do it right now because we can't see you. Except our mind's eye. Yeah, we can this? do it. To the, face. the guys are saying, yeah, right. I know my wonderful husband, Ty, is watching. Ty, I know I can't imagine you giving yourself a hug, but you get plenty of those from me anyway, so that's good. <laughs> Bev, any comments about that? Um, yeah, I'm checking on to that. 
um, I was just, uh, I, I was reviewing some things that Sanaya had said about loneliness. Because you better explain who Sanaya is in case some oh, people here are new. Okay. Suzanne's guides, uh, spirit guides, uh, and Suzanne channels the whole group often. And we have a lot of messages from them in the daily messages. And especially around holiday time, loneliness just starts to creep in. And uh, I, I had a bad day a couple of days ago. I told Suzanne and, and Lynette, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just having a crappy bad day. Uh, the waves of loneliness are coming in. Um, my husband has been on the other side for close to 23 years now. A very best friend just passed in November. And, and those waves were just hitting me. And I, I know all about spiritually, I'm not alone. I know my guides are with me. I know they're here. But sometimes we just need other humans. We have to reach out to them. And, and I did, you know, I reached out to friends to, uh, to have lunch together. I knew I just needed to get out of the, the house alone and, and be with others. But something I, I came across from Sanaya while I was reading these other things, I had forgotten about this. Sanaya said on April 3rd in 2020, if you're feeling down and lonely, smile. The body is designed so that a smile instantly creates a flush of contentment. It does indeed take more muscles to smile than to frown. So make the choice to smile. Now I'm going to remember that. <laughs> yeah. And just like all of the messages from Sanaya, they're very common sense. They're very obvious, but they know exactly what we forget. And it is so simple and it does take effort. Yeah. Hmm. Good example. Yeah. By the way, as part of this, being part of this community, we really want to encourage you to check out the Awakened Way app. Now that Bev has mentioned Sanaya, there are thousands of those daily messages that you can have right at your fingertips and mark your favorites. You can find out more about it at, on my website at Awakened Way app, but just go to the, um, Apple Store or Google Play and type in Awakened Way and it's free. And we're just coming up on about 7,000 people who are enjoying that now. So very, very grateful for, for that gift from our other team member, Jayesh Mitha, who designed it. I want to share with you all something that Jayesh just shared with me this morning as we were working on some projects. His brother recently passed and that's how he found us. And off, why he offered to do the app, because he said that this work and the messages from Sanaya and the tools that I offer on my website had helped him so much through this grief journey. So he started developing the app and he said that in doing that work, he felt joy and meaning and purpose for the first time since his brother passed a year and a half ago. And see, right away, that focus on people besides yourself when you're feeling sorry and when you're feeling sad really helps any kind of service to others service to animals getting out in nature anything to get the focus off of your pain is not just a distraction it's the cure so js shared with me this morning i want to read it so i don't get it wrong he said he learned we're always trying to go outwards to find love from our loved ones 
But he adds, when we go inward is when we feel them and connect more. So he has his own meditative practice. And that's what changed everything for me was sitting daily, regularly, quietly, shutting out the outer world and asking, Susan, where are you? Susan, I want to connect with you when, when my stepdaughter first passed. And I discovered not only Susan is right here, like Brenda says, right where? Everywhere in consciousness. Does that mean she's not real and our loved ones aren't real? Not at all. We've tapped into the real essence of who they are. But I discovered that I am not stuck in this body. And that's what we and everybody else in this community who's been on this journey with us for a while has come to discover that we're so much more than these bodies and that when we inward and shut out the outer world, that's when we discover here's where we meet our loved ones. Here's where we find peace. And this is what the Awaken Way teachings are all about. So by the way, check out on YouTube my Sip of the Divine Meditation Practice. It's called No More Meditation Excuses. So you can find it that way. No More Meditation Excuses or Sip of the Divine. Three minutes a day to do exactly that. Sit in peace, shut out the outer world and ask a question of higher consciousness. And that's when the gifts will start to arrive. <laughs> So, Lynette, you told me you have a story to share. You said it's kind of complicated and that you didn't want to share it first with either one of us. So I, I'm looking forward to hearing what this is all about. Well, it, it is a little complicated. And um, you know that I don't have a left brain. So there are parts of this that I'm going to read because I don't want to lose track of the story. Hang on just a second. And you are a little lower in volume than everybody else. So either speak up or get closer to your... Let me try uh, this thing that I tried once before. Okay. Work. So while you're messing with that, uh, Lynette handles my scheduling of readings and she handles getting these podcasts together and she's not trying to be fashionable with that one black glove she has a little <laughs> wrist problem there if those of you wondering she's looking a little like antique days there <laughs> but uh somehow she manages to do all of that with as she says no left brain which means she's just kidding about herself what that means is she she's not as organized as bev who is on top of everything uh but, but i need i need a right brain <laughs> is more flowy, uh, creative, but but yeah, Lynette, you do just fine. You go right ahead, share your story. But but the struggle is very real. <laughs> just just to be clear. So um, first of all, just a backstory. Uh, I made the acquaintance of a, of a now a friend by the name of Carol, who wrote after she had experienced. Um, she's been one of your followers, Suzanne, for some time. Um, Carol Kay in Colorado. And she wrote because she'd had some experiences that she thought might be actual Brenda contacts. Oh, contacts with Brenda, who we brought up earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was glad you started out with Brenda. I get a lot of emails from people because Brenda and I were such close friends. They're like, you know, is it possible that that Brenda actually reached out to me? And yes, you know, and they'll have little pieces of evidence. And I've got massive shivers now. So here's Brenda reaching out to me. Me too. So, yes, and. And she does that. So any of you who are studying mediumship or you just want to connect with Brenda, ask her because I mean, that woman is all over the place and she can be, she can be all over the place. She's incredible. And I hear her now and she says she absolutely loves helping people learn to connect. So you can yeah. absolutely call on Brenda. She's a character. She does. 
so Carol had, had reached out to me and then we, you know, we had further conversations and, and Carol and Brenda had some similarities in their past. So, and they had a connection to Deborah Martin, who was the healer that Brenda worked with um, at the very end of her life. Somewhere back in July, uh, Carol, who works in retail, was at her station in the store and her neighbor of 15 years comes through and just out of the blue said, do you know a good medium? And Carol's like, Woo! no, because it's a tiny little town in Colorado and she doesn't talk about it. You know, I mean, it's just, you just don't want to bring up kind of woo-woo things a little bit. I can't around. wait for the day when we don't worry about that. Anymore. I know. I know. It's so healing, so helpful, you know. Oddly yeah. enough, there was a coworker standing there saying, do you mean a sensitive? I'm a sensitive. So there was that. Well, that's, that's pretty boring. huge. Yeah, I know. That was, that was crazy. But fast forward to this week, I get another email from Carol. And she said that the neighbor had come through her line again. And once again said, would you know a medium that I might be able to use? I wonder why she felt drawn to Carol to know well, that. Just wait. <laughs> yeah, just wait. It's crazy. So um, I didn't know this about Carol until she shared it the other day. She actually has studied mediumship and she's actually given readings in like public places and been really successful at that. She's taken one of your classes, Suzanne. She took one with uh, Doreen uh, Virtue on angel card readings before Doreen had her reverse transformation. Um, but here's the neighbor once again saying, do you know a medium? And Carol hears the daughter say, clear as a bell. You've got to talk to my mom. You've got to tell her I'm okay. So you mean the daughter in spirit? The daughter in spirit. Oh, yes. a drop in. And the 22nd will be one year. And Carol and her neighbor are sitting today listening to this podcast because I have permission to talk about that. The neighbor by the name is named Rose. Is, is the neighbor the one who came through the line in the store? Yes. Okay. Asking for the medium. Okay. Right? Yeah. So she, Carol's like, oh my goodness, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And she opened up the app. She didn't even open the actual thing. And there's Sanaya's message for today. And it's wait, wait. She opened the Awaken Way app. The Awaken Way app. Okay. Huh. Carol's still kind of ambivalent about what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to go back to her old ways, try to give a reading to this woman. The chat. The girl is saying, "You got to talk to my mom. You got to tell her I'm okay." And then she opens the Awaken Way app and just saw the headline. Why would you not do a favor for another? Why would you not say yes? Oh, I just got goosebumps because when that message came through that morning, that that's an unusual message. I usually say yes to things. I know this one isn't for me. And now there's it's for those messages are for everybody, but yes, clearly that was yes. Carol, yeah. Mm. 15 years they have lived side by side in this tiny little town in Colorado. Carol called the neighbor and said, yes, I will give you a reading as a favor. As a favor because of how out of practice she feels like she is and because she's their friend. She said, just that little bit that I told her about what her daughter had said, you've got to talk to my mom, you've got to tell her I'm okay. Rose broke down crying. Spirit put an end to a year's worth of suffering and wondering about her daughter if she was okay after the terrible times they had gone through the last two years of her daughter's life. So the next morning they got together at 11 o'clock, they met um, 
face to face, which is, you know, a little nerve wracking for a baby medium. <laughs> she lives right next door. And if you just see her daughter on the other side, just pushing her on the back, like, come on, you got to do this for my mom. Pushing in July, you know, there's mom standing in Carol's line and she just says, do you know a medium? Anyway, they start talking and she pulls out her old cards. Things are going pretty well. She said, I got lip twitches like Suzanne does. This was all new to me. And then the woman, Rose, said, do you know about Suzanne Giesman and Brenda and Lynette and that whole crew? Her neighbor of 15 years. They knew nothing about this. <laughs> so they're both, they both know you. They both know about Brenda. They both know about this whole thing. They've been living side by side in this tiny little town in Colorado. What I loved about this story is like the proof that really we have the possibility for community everywhere. We, we have the potential to change hearts and minds. Here's someone, Carol, giving a reading when she's not comfortable with it, but Rose is persisting in acting for, in asking for some reason. Um, they're supposed to connect. They're meant to connect. And I think if we can trust those little impulses, maybe we don't always have an outcome like this. I mean, oh my goodness. Um, this but the web shows up. The web shows. That's what I was saying. We're part of one big web. It shows up all the time. And the more we look for it, the more we notice it, the more we acknowledge it, the more it happens over and over again, because you're yes. now trusting the flow. So yes. boy, that's a great point for all of you. It is. And, and also that, you know, the presence of our people in spirit, and, and there's a lot more of this email that I'm not going to go into, but, but the, the amazing thing to me is the daughter was there trying to make this connection happen. The connection results in two people who knew each other now know each other on a whole different level. They have someone in town right next door that they can talk about this stuff with and share that joy and that excitement. And I know that Carol has felt some isolation. I don't know about Rose and, you know, whether she has a community in this sense, but the two of them together and making this connection with the daughter, I just think it's remarkable. And then to bring it all back to you, Suzanne, <laughs> they both... <laughs> Wow. It's just, it's just amazing. I, just oh, I love that. And I love that you knew not to share it with us ahead of time because we just love to celebrate. <laughs> that is great. This, this prompts me to um, to invite all of you to join me right now because I know I can just feel some of you saying, well, I want more of that magic. I want to see the web in action. And this comes with intention and belief. So if hearing our stories helps open your mind to that possibility. Here's how you just set a really clear intention. You don't just say, well, yeah, I want that. Join me right now and just take a deep breath and get centered, okay? You can close your eyes to shut out the outer world or not. It doesn't matter. Just move your awareness to your heart as you exhale and get centered. And now just feel in your heart this knowing from the soul level that you are connected to something so much greater and ask your guides, spirit itself, whoever's listening, to please bring it on. That's what I like to say. Bring on awareness of the web through beautiful synchronicities like the story you just heard. And now you just send out the promise that you will be watching more closely. Notice when those connections happen and celebrate, send gratitude to the spirit world when they do. Okay. 
I shared this in a retreat that I led once and, and I, I shared this intention setting practice and I, I must have said it in a kind of highfalutin way and somebody raised their hand and they said, could you say that again? I didn't write it down. And I said, no, it's not the words that matter. It's your intention. So whatever I said, you could just say, hey, guys, bring on more miracles. So really, it's not a matter of being formal. It's what's in your heart, expressing it directly to a higher level and trusting that it's heard. Right? Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That was Bev, I know you brought some tools with you today you were going to share. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't think of a story, but no, we don't I thought of how many times people say to me, Bev, how, how do you get through the tough times? Um, especially since the, the recent passing of my friend Donna. And so many people have said, how are you doing? Uh, and, you know, we, we get a toolbox full of tools eventually as we follow this path. And most of mine uh, have been in this last uh, over a decade with Suzanne. And, you know, you keep these tools handy. And when you need them, you, you pull them out. And some of them are truths that, that you finally know. Uh, you don't just hope, you, you know them. Some are little exercises and uh, tools. And some are favorite Samaya messages that I tuck away. Uh, but four things that came to mind immediately is I finally understand that I have the power of choice and I can choose my point of view. So when I find myself slipping into poor me, I'm lonely, um, I miss Dennis, um, uh, you know, the, I, I can switch. I have the choice to switch. I can switch to gratitude. Um, how lucky I am to have had the years I had and, and to have known that kind of relationship. How lucky I was to have a friend like Donna and know that they are perfectly fine. And, you know, I can, the minute you switch to gratitude, you change that point of view, all the energy uh, shifts uh, along um, with you. Uh, you know, heading to those family celebrations. Um, luckily, I, I guess I didn't have a real dysfunctional family. Maybe we were boring. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't dread going to, to family events. But I know uh, many people. It, it, it's not a pleasant experience. Uh, a lot of buttons are pushed. Um, a lot of hateful things uh, come out. It, it's not a pleasant experience. Well, you can choose your point of view. Um, Suzanne knows about my hot air balloon. When I have to go into an unpleasant situation, I tell her, you know, I'm going up in that hot air balloon. Getting up on the balcony is not high enough. I need to go up in the hot air balloon. Bev, I can remember one time when you were with some people that didn't see things the way you have evolved to see them now. And you, you texted me and you said, I had to go up really high, Suzanne. <laughs> when we get up in that hot air balloon, if we look down on this stage and the players and the stories, and it puts it all into perspective. Uh, and one of my favorites, of course, is when Sanaya taught us to say, isn't that interesting? Yeah. I, do, I can just pause, step back, look at the situation with a different set of eyes and say, well, isn't that interesting? 
And again, it raises the energy, changes that frequency, and um, it's a great tool to pull yeah. out of the toolbox. Yeah. And, and the other one was expectations. And what I've learned about expectations is what Sanaya taught us, don't have any. <laughs> Easier said than done. Just, they're right. Don't have any. No, that, requires, that requires learning to just flow, right? Just yeah. going with what shows up. Like Lynette, you and I have talked a lot about this life. Mm -hmm. We're like actors on a stage and it's like improv. And in improv, there is no script. So one actor says something and the actor would be whoever's in your face here. And your answer is always yes. And in other words, I'm going to accept what you just said to me or put before me instead of saying, no, I can't deal with that. But the and is now how you choose, like Bev said, how you choose to respond. So as situations and people push your buttons, you say, yes, that yes means I'm accepting reality. This is what is here showing up. And now my response is, and in that moment where you say, yes, I accept whatever it is, and that's where you access greater insights. Hugely powerful to remember, yes, and I can sense some of you writing that down right now. I can only emphasize again, it doesn't mean I accept that this loved one just said something nasty to me. It doesn't mean I'm... I'm not upset that my other loved ones are not here in physical form any mean, anymore. It means, yes, I accept this is how the story is unfolding. And now my choice is to respond with some of those tools that Bev just shared. Yeah. And that so when you're heading, well, go ahead, Bev. You're still going. I said, so when you're heading to that family celebration, instead of setting expectations like, oh boy, here we go again, another year. And, you know, Uncle Frank's going to do this and blah, 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 blah. Just wipe out the expectations and say, I expect that we will have a gathering for the highest good of everyone there. And, and leave it a blank slate. And, um, You'll you'll be amazed if if nothing else you you will be more at peace with it. Beautiful, yeah. yay! Wow, that reminds me of a favorite tool of mine. I share it in my course. Let your spirit soar. Yeah. So I have been using this one for easily 12 years. And that is it's called downgrading your demands to preferences. I learned that from. Oh, Ken Keyes, a teacher many, many years ago. And that is when something doesn't go or isn't going the way you hope it will, you realize that you're upset because you expected, like Bev said, you expected it to go that way and you don't have control over it. So how you downgrade your demands that things go your way and they don't is you change them to a preference. Well, I would prefer that Uncle Frank not be doing that same thing again now, but I can't control it. I would prefer that our my loved one be here with me in physical form, but I really can't control that. So I make a choice to focus on gratitude. Instead of, oh my God, this is the worst thing that could happen. I can't live with this. I can't stand it that they're not here. That's that's the underlying thought is I they have to be here but we can't control that. So you change it with conscious, conscious awareness of what's really going on here 
to saying, well, I would prefer that things be the use, the way they used to be, but I can't control that. And now, so just practice, I would prefer. And you can just feel that energy softening and a little bit of light now has room to come in and you shift your focus and ask your guides, what do I need to know now? Or what is a higher thought for me right now? Everything that you described, Bev, is really about shifting like you said, this focus, when you shift to gratitude, that's shifting here in our human form. And we can shift like in the hot air balloon to the soul's higher perspective. So this coming to know that we're not stuck in our human story is just so powerful. So powerful. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24 through 26. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Lynette. Well, as you were sharing that, I just it occurs to me, you know, we never know what's going to come. We never know what's around the corner, and it's a good thing. <laughs> because if we did, that's not true. A lot of it's really positive. But I think about... This time of year has been um, kind of a challenge for me since the 60s. My mother disappeared on December 21st of 1969. You were uh, a teen, young teen at the time, right? Yeah, I was 12. That was my first first significant loss. So that has kind of ruined Christmas after that. And, um, and then in the early 90s, I went to my first winter solstice celebration. So that that kind of changed things like, oh, here's something positive about this day in particular, but also about this time of year, we can celebrate something wonderful that's coming. For me, the light is really important. I'm kind of maybe a little bit of seasonal affective disorder here. Right. You know, just I'm affected by the darkness. Yeah, we so, were just uh, we were just out for a walk yesterday, Ty and I, and he, he said, look at this, it's only three o'clock in the afternoon and the sun is so low. He said, I can't wait till the days start getting longer. So Winter solstice pretty starting soon. tomorrow. They will day after tomorrow. They will start getting longer, and it's really noticeable. So, so then a few years later, after that celebration, my great niece Kylie, who is like an angel on earth, was born on December twenty first, 
And then in 1999, my brother-in-law died by suicide on December 21st. Wow. Then in 2015, 2016, I met my wonderful friend, Valerie, who's now your assistant, as a result of my connection with Brenda. And her birthday is on December 21st. So it's just mm -hmm. like, that's just, to me, that's just like an indication of flow and how you know, it just goes on and on. And the thing is just not to get stuck in. Can I ask, I, I didn't notice, I was so thinking about how you're being, I think, 12 years old. And you're, I know this story of your mother just disappearing and not ever found. And how that affected your life. But when did that, when did she take? December 21st. I just thought, did you really just say that? Yeah. Yes, oh, I, I, but it's like two wonderful things yeah. on December 21st two terrible things on December 21st. Yeah. And that's the yin and the yang of this, this wow. human experience that we all came here for. Yeah. And it just, for me, it's been a lesson in knowing there's a bigger plan, knowing there's more to it than just this thing we see right before us, whether that is grief or joy or whatever, more is coming, more is coming, you know, one way or another, there's going to be more. And and and, it, and and isn't that the human way to when things are good we cling it has to stay good and when they're bad we want it to get you know better but if we just trust the flow and not deny that life is full of bumps then we flow over the rocks right we just flow with it yes here's a bump here's a rock here's a boulder and I know that something good is coming because that is the flow of life. That's stunning, those mm -hmm. that series of dates. I know, all the times we've talked, and I don't think I ever made that connection with you and the solstice. But it's, it's oh. as reliable as the winter solstice, the summer solstice. I mean, winter is important to me because of the light issue. But, but I think that everything in life is just built to be like that. You know, it comes and it goes and it flows. And, and either we get caught up, which isn't to judge that or say it's terrible, but we may get caught up for a while and then we're like, oh yeah, I need to let go and get back into it. And I don't know, just trying to find peace with that is really important to me. Yeah. And, and again, remind everybody, can you commit with the new year to three minutes at a minimum to sitting quietly and getting to know this peace is right here within it has transformed all three of us and so many more who are part of this awakened way community. We get emails every day and that the Valerie who she mentioned she handles all my emails mm -hmm. and it's such a blessing to this team because we can't keep up with all the beautiful comments we get from people saying this this awakened way of living has changed my life and it really is founded on going within beyond the story yeah and I also want to uh, acknowledge Amy Amy who's been on some of our recent podcasts mm -hmm. here during our drawings for the Awaken Way app, Amy is handling an event, events, and Ty is such an interesting yeah. part of this team. So we have the the team that's doing this work, and then we have all of you who are spreading the ripples, right? Yes. Yeah. Did you have more about the um, solstice, Lynette? No, I just think it's a you know whatever your holiday might be. Um, maybe you have family holidays or things that you that you feel like you have to do. I just think it's really important for each of us to find a way to honor um, our own wishes and desires this time of year. And that may be some big family festivity. It, mine used to be that way for certain. Um, but for me now, it's just mostly spending time in, in some quiet, finding some kind of way to be just on my own for a little bit, especially during the busy times when we're supposed to be with other people and, you know, it, it can get loud and get crazy and 
a lot of demands on us and just find some peace. If that means getting up 15 minutes earlier or staying up 15 minutes later, just to be with yourself. I, I hear you say that. And I think we hear Bev's little babies in the background, her little babies. <laughs> That's love. Don't worry about it, Bev. I just thought people might wonder who's that. <laughs> so, um, as Lynette mentioned, it, how important it is to find some moments of peace. I couldn't agree more with that. And yet I go back 30 years. And at that time, I couldn't stand silence. The, the thought of, of not doing something, of not having TV on or the radio on to distract me from all the stuff going on inside, that to me was unthinkable. In fact, I, I stayed in a marriage, my first marriage, too long because I couldn't stand the thought of being alone and yet just start with those few minutes of not sitting just to be quiet but with the intention i want to know the greater reality i want to know myself as a soul i want to know that i am connected to something so much more than this limited life that's causing me pain. Do that. Set that intention and the spirit world will bend over backwards to help you. And it may really help you if you choose some beautiful music to sit with. We, you don't have to sit completely quietly, but choose it specifically to be uplifting. I'm thinking now I have some hemi-sync recordings, getting to know your true nature and... Uh, any, any kind of meditation music that's not distracting, but that is specifically designed with those chords that will inspire you because music is, it, it brings us to a more harmonious state. We just started listening to Mozart again in the mornings. Uh, I'm reading a book called The Mozart Effect. I just started it, but uh, it's been proven that Mozart and Bach and some other composers really had it figured out that the tones of that music aligns you with nature, with the universe, with spirit. So, ooh, it's just really cool. You know, it's not that we're all highbrow. You just can't help but feel that beautiful energy in music. So there's another tool. Yeah. yeah. Beth. I'm just laughing. The dog in the background is the same dog that when Suzanne was here for the celebration of life of my friend Donna, we held, uh, Suzanne held a channeling session just privately in my home for my, our, our little circle of friends and um, channeled Sanaya and Cosmo is Donna's dog, which I am now his, his permanent foster mom. And he started barking, raising a ruckus, just making all sorts of, and I, I was horribly just mortified. And and I stood up to go quiet him down. And Sanaya from the spirit realm said, "My, my eyes are closed, right? My eyes are closed. I have no um, idea that stood up." Okay. And I hear from Sanaya, "Sit down. He's just a dog being a dog." And but later we learned from Sanaya, confirmed by Donna, that she was there in spirit trying to calm Cosmo down. And he was really excited because he could see her. He got more excited and then wanted to play with Donna. So um, our loved ones are really here. That's not just a nicety. They're really here. We we can't see that frequency, but they're here. 
And I was going to say, um, you know, during the holidays, put a place out for them. Put the put your, the child's favorite toy under the tree. Um, Do that with the intention and the the goal that that not make you sad. Some people think oh, I can't stand to look at it because it makes me know they're absent. You already know that. We're doing that to acknowledge that they are going to be sitting there. Truly, they do. I have done thousands of readings. They t they give me evidence of how our loved ones attend their own funerals. They love to hang around on birthdays and celebrations and weddings and graduation. They don't miss any of it because they're here in awareness in the field of consciousness as a separate individual expression of the one mind of one consciousness. That's how we are always both. So they're right here. So when you set that place, acknowledge them at the table. They love that. And think of their their point of view. They're they're saying, "Please don't be so sad. Celebrate me, um, and uh, honor that." So beautiful. Um, I, I want to say as we as we you know we act silly with our hat and our reindeer antlers, and and we're we're laughing and all. I want to acknowledge that we know some of you are in deep pain, and in fact. I went back to, I do monthly connection webinars that anybody can attend. And I went back randomly to one from a past December and found one from 2017. Just, oh, just my guides. They say nothing is random. This is true. <laughs> this is true. So, and this one, this is going to bring the energy down temporarily right now, but it's for, to make a good point. I had um, opened up my email and there was an email with no hello, Suzanne, no dear Suzanne, no greeting whatsoever. It just started out this way. Ooh, it has become very depressing watching your videos. It seems people like you get to have all the experiences and everyone else gets nothing. Okay. So I could have just deleted that. But no, that person is me at a deeper level. And I've been in that place before. So what do you do when somebody sends you something like that? Please get centered, go to the heart and ask spirit to tell you what to tell them. And I did that and I wrote back and I have a copy of that. I said, I might have felt the same way 11 years ago, which is now 16 years ago. And then my stepdaughter died and I wouldn't wish that on anyone. But we truly do grow from our challenges Susan's passing opened me to an awesome greater reality filled with love and purpose that I never knew existed. I discovered we're part of a loving reality by sitting in the silence every single day in hopes of somehow connecting with Susan. I achieved that goal and so much more than I ever expected. Having come from a place of getting nothing to where I am now, I know this is possible for everyone. And yes, you too, because we all have the same equipment. It's called a heart and soul. So Lynette and Bev are not mediums, and yet they've sat in the silence. They do so regularly. When we go on trips together and conferences together, we all go off and meditate on our own because that's what keeps us in the knowing if you don't have a regular practice, it is so easy to get caught in only human. By the way, that woman wrote back to me. I also gave her a 
one of my online courses free. I said, I want you to learn to connect. Here's access to my course. And she wrote back, she said, it's beautiful. Please forgive me for being so petulant and full of self-pity. I can't thank you enough for the gift and these words. And she included a poem for me. And you know, that self-pity is so normal, so okay, so human. You are human. We are all human. We all go through that. Bev talked about her crappy day that she had last week. But these tools that we're sharing with you is to show you there is another way and the importance of accessing higher consciousness. So I'll keep teaching the tools forever and ever. But I started to say, Lynette and Bev, you're not mediums. And yet you have your own connections now. Bev, when I need uh, help with something and I ask you for insights, you connect with your own guide, right? Just do you see her? You don't see her, right? No, in fact, people who uh, feel bad because they don't hear things and see things, I, I guess I'm the consoler because I say, either, either do I. Yeah. Um, but I've come to know that when I ask for help, uh, spirit never denies us help ever. And what when I meditate, even if I'm not seeing things, I'm not hearing things, I, I know that what I need is coming into my field. Um, you know, you're tapping into infinite intelligence, you're tapping into everything that was ever known and everything that will ever be known, uh, you know, the ultimate. And what if you ask for what you need, it's going to come into your field. And, um, and I have so to that, say, Bev, you, you, you are just, that is truth. You are sharing it, but you're not sharing it just because we read that somewhere. You've experienced it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when I, uh, Suzanne says, um, you know, I need a paragraph for this, Bev, or I need uh, you to pick out a uh, one of Sanaya's daily messages. I never do it on my own. I always ask uh, for help. And uh, something will come to one. Perfect. Yeah. I'll get a date or I'll get just and, and you have to trust it. It's not a voice. It's not a neon sign. It's just the first thing that, that came into my mind. And I uh, I'll look up that date or that that keyword. And sure enough, um, or I'll write the paragraph and look at it later and think, where did that come from? <laughs> And we know, yeah. Lynette, you're not a medium, but yet you are just absolutely convinced that your husband, Mike, who passed and your mom who disappeared, you have connected with them, your dad, your dog, who tell us how that feels for you. How do you trust that? Well, the main thing that I want to say here is that what I've learned is that comparison is the death of joy. So I'm not going to compare my experiences to yours, Suzanne, or Bev's or anybody else's, what I have learned is that we can't not be connected. We are connected. What I want is the awareness of that connection. You know, I want the awareness. And how does that come to me? Well, I don't have a left brain, so you know, that affects it. Um, I don't see things visually. I mean, I almost can't visualize something, but I can feel things so intensely. It is what it is. We are always connected. We're immersed in this thing. We can't avoid it. It's just, how are we going to become aware? So every little thing is a treasure. You know, I've had 
really powerful things like physical touches from my husband. I felt my little dog Boo sitting on my lap. Um, my mother last January started communicating with me in morning writing and gave me a wonderful, wonderful look at her as a happy person because she had, you know, issues in her life. And, and I got a whole different view of her. It was incredibly healing. That wasn't like someone else's experience or how it might come to somebody else. You know, it wasn't her speaking to me. It was coming out of my iPad as I typed, you know, 120 words a minute in the morning. And, and it was remarkable. It was incredibly healing. I just think that it's really important to never question the treasures that come. Don't question the gifts. Know that your people are just like this. They're like, oh my gosh, it's a, they're throwing so much stuff. Like if we catch one, there's a celebration in the heavens because we got it, you know? But they're always there. They, they want us to have this. They want us to know and to feel that, the That is it. That is absolute truth. I, when we feel sad, they understand that. But I'd like all of us to understand that they want us to be happy. They're, if you remember the movie Ghost, there is so much truth in those visuals of Patrick Swayze trying to get her attention saying, I'm here, I'm here. And then, and they know we can't see them, but they, they're trying very hard to get their signs through us in any way they can. They want us to know that. I, I want to just share with you all, and I hesitate to do this because I don't want it to sound like a commercial. And yet I do these classes because I know they work and I know they help people. I want to share that anybody can learn to connect across the veil. And I I am always teaching a class in mediumship in one form or another. January 4th starts a new seven-week live class online with the Shift Network. You can find information here on my website, right under the banner on the homepage. Just scroll down till you see this little slide right here. I also am going to be teaching two new classes in person in Savannah this spring. Always just sharing the tools that have worked for me and thousands of others now because we have left brains, <laughs> some of us, that uh, want us to find processes and tools and practices. And having come from a, a very left brain military career, 20 years in the Navy, retired as a Navy commander, I want tools, practices, left brain things, but having learned through years and years of meditation and connecting now, the right brain is so important as well. I teach people how to integrate the two and learn to flow and bring the left brain in as well. So uh, check out upcoming events. And if you can't join us live, there are things online as well. It is my mission to help everybody know that love is always present. It is eternal. Our loved ones who have passed are still right here and you can connect with them just like all of us at various stages of connecting have learned because we are souls. Yeah. More comments. I don't want to just end yet. Don't want to end with a, a little ad there, but it's, it's important to put that information out there. I, I was looking um, through the December 25th Sanaya daily messages all the way back to, to 2009. And there's, there's some years that they did not mention uh, Christmas in, in any way. And in every year it was never mentioned in a religious way at all, but, but the fact that we all are the, the Christ consciousness and, and the light, but 
Lynette mentioned earlier, taking care of ourselves in this holiday season. And this is what Sanaya said on Christmas Day in 2011. On this day, when so many gather to celebrate joy and love together, there nevertheless will be strife, interpersonal conflict, you call this. And I won't read the whole thing, but the key sentence is, if it is your habit to be the peacemaker, then so be it. But do not worry so much about everyone else's happiness. Take a deep breath. Know that the other's task and path is to find love as well. It is not your responsibility to find it for them. Allow yourself to not worry whether others are content is actually a gift to yourself. Give the gift of love by simply being love and the miracle of Christmas will occur again. So just a reminder to everyone out there, take care of yourself and it's not our responsibility to make everyone else happy. Wow, wow. From tonight. <laughs> they always know what we need and clearly your guide led you to that one because it's a really great way to wrap this up. Mm. We talked earlier, you know, what if we run out of stories? What if we, we didn't script this? You know, we're just flowing and guided by spirit. And we hope you've all have found something of use to get through the holidays and any day with greater peace. I want to wrap this up by bringing it full circle to the story that I shared in the beginning about how our friend Brenda across the veil showed me that she was very aware of what's going on in our lives by watching a, a video that Lynette had just posted hours earlier with somebody putting on makeup and, 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 changing the way they look. And Brenda proved her presence to us with a story that showed that it's true. These bodies are the filter of who we really are. They block out our awareness that we are so much more. We are beings of light, sparkling stars, beautiful light beings right now, as are our loved ones across the veil. All the rest of this is makeup, right? We put it on every day and change the face that we present to the world. Maybe not everybody puts on makeup that's watching right now, but in any case, when we pass through the veil ourselves and shed this body, that's when we'll know for sure. But through some of the practices we've shared with you today, you can come to know yourself as more than the body. And I know that you could just feel it today, that connection. That's what we love about this community. And we're all just so grateful that, that you're part of it with us. And we wish you just a peaceful, joy-filled rest of 2022 and many, many blessings as we enter the new year. Thank you, Bev. Thank you, Lynette. Thank you. And thank you, everyone who came today or who hears this. Amen. We'll keep it up there forever. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine? speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, 
and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.